Okay, so welcome back to Voices in Japan. Uh, today, uh, Burke and Matt are here together. That's right. I mean, how many years have you been doing this? Been doing this twenty-five uh, years. Twenty-five. No, I think uh, Ben and I started the podcast at the end of two thousand nineteen or so. Okay, how many has Ben missed? Our beginning. Uh, so we've done about 180 shows and Ben has missed about 210. (laughs) (laughs) He's so lazy, man. No, actually, I think Ben has the best best record. Yeah. This might be his like second podcast he's ever missed. Finally, he's not here. God, I didn't know who that guy is. You know, had to pay him a lot of hush money to get rid of him, but (laughs) finally got rid of him. Matt, you just got back. I did. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ben are actually the same person. <laughs> Can't be at the same place at the same time. I did. I just got back um, maybe four days ago, five days ago. Um, it's good to be back. Is it? Is it? Was it uh, actually? Did you feel good coming back into Japan, or was there stress or relief when I when I come back? Like, um, of course, like I'm sad to be leaving where I wherever I just came from. But man, when you get into Tokyo, usually and it's like clean and people are acting nice and everything, I usually feel a big sense of relief. But I think. This last time when I came back and I came back and everyone was wearing masks, I was like, what the heck is going on? It's like going mm. back in the twilight zone a little bit. But I don't know. How did you feel coming back? Actually, I didn't actually go anywhere. I was uh, locked up in Ben's <laughs> basement. <laughs> Listen to the That's Halloween episode. The truth came out. <laughs> He's been locked me up there for two weeks. And the only way to get you out was to throw him in there himself. <laughs> um yeah, no, it's good to get back. Uh, there's things I appreciate here and things that I don't appreciate here. You know, you kind of see the, the differences. Getting, I mean, the toilets here is <laughs> so good. Uh, like sitting on a uh, yeah. you know, luxury throne or something. Yeah, that's yeah. the best thing about Japan, the it toilets. Is, by far. Uh, yeah, uh, the just getting back through um, into Japan. Every other country, I, was, I went to Thailand and Australia and to get into those countries, it's just getting through customs and all that. Kind of like regular stuff? Regular stuff back. I mean, Australia, I got through within five minutes, but really? that's because... They're like, oh, Australian. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> Don't make me say it. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Uh, yeah, but in Japan, you have to um, show that you've been quarantined, uh, you've been vaccinated, and then you, they take you off, and you got to download this app, and it's just stupid yeah. waste of time. Did and you do any of that in advance? Kind of like a good tip for people who are coming in. Some of the stuff you can do in advance. You can do it once you arrive, but if you do do it do do it in advance i think uh, it makes it go a lot smoother but yeah um i think they'll check you when you check in from whatever country you're leaving from have you been vaccinated do you have the paper if not do you have a negative pcr test stuff like that but um yeah traveling i was quite nervous traveling because i haven't traveled for a couple of years and uh yeah just i hope everything goes smoothly at the check-in you know yeah but um yeah there's no dramas um I feel a bit calmer now. I'm not 
I don't have road rage anymore in Japan. <laughs> you mean you had road rage while you were overseas, or no, you, the road rage I that you used to have before you? Oh, really? I get man, I got like global cabin fever. If I don't, if I'm stuck in a country for too long, I need, you know I need to get out. So right, I feel yeah. a lot more relaxed coming back. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had a good time. Thailand was awesome. Nice beaches, nice bars, and uh, Australia was good too. Friendly, Ooh. friendly people in Australia. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, in Melbourne, yeah, friendly people in Japan too, but they're all kind of no, doing that. Like, no, I disagree. They're polite. Yeah, well, well, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah, it's kind of more of a surface friendly. Yeah. Well, actually, there's like uh, friendliness hidden beneath the surface, or else there's extreme hatred hidden <laughs> beneath the surface. <laughs> and yes, that, all that surface is basically made up of politeness. Yeah. Which one do I have for you, Burke? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. A good question. <laughs> but I was I was in Melbourne, you know. Um, I went down Little Burke Street. Oh, that's right. Thank you for the uh, picture, <laughs> the yeah. Burke Street. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was just ordered a coffee, and I was I hadn't ordered a coffee in English for a long time, and, and it was <laughs> blah blah blah. And the lady's like, uh, I said, well, I've, I've been out of Japan. For, I've been out of Australia for a long time. And then she's like, oh, and we had this great conversation talking about my dad and stuff like this. And like, you know, we don't get that in uh, Japan. Yeah. And, no, I found that quite refreshing. Yeah, no, I've talked Melbourne about the people are very friendly. Well, I've talked about that before, uh, going up Melbourne people. I mean. <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, yeah. Uh, yeah, like when I'd go back into just like the grocery store or the pharmacy or the drugstore or whatever back in the U.S., like the register person like just makes a comment about my T-shirt or something. I'm like, why, why are you talking to me? Like, stop talking to me. I don't know you <laughs> from being in Japan too long. But yeah, they, you know, yeah. strike up those small conversations and stuff yeah and i found in japan i think they generally let you do your own shopping i think in australia i found um yeah can i help you with anything like every shop you go into but um maybe they're saying that to you in japanese too but you're just like i just don't understand (laughs) it (laughs) whatever whatever yeah but no it was a good trip and i'm back nice with a dinged up suitcase that's right. Uh, yeah. So you think? Did you? So in the end, did you make a claim about I that? I did. Yeah. yeah. But, um, my heroin was wasn't disturbed, so I'm pretty happy about that. Well, your what? Heroin? Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's the Thailand trip, you know. Yeah. As it is. Oh, I, yeah. There was something I wanted to ask you about, but not on air. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Well, it's good to have you back, man. Uh, um, you came back to Japan. Well, Sapporo had a good time because weather is starting to warm up. Certainly is. Getting into that nice, uh, springish summer weather. Hopefully yeah. it'll last. Yeah. Sapporo, you never know. It could all of a sudden snow tomorrow during April. Because uh, when I left March 2nd, it was covered in snow. Now there's no snow except for the uh, mountains. Yep. So a little bit still left. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, been enjoying being outside as much as I have, but one thing that I really enjoy about being outside at this time is uh, political campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> Those soothing voices. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, campaigning has kicked off for local uh, elections in Japan uh, that started, um, I think on March 31st, uh, elections, uh-huh. yeah, uh, assembly elections are taking place in 41 prefectures and 17 major sh- 
cities. The key issues include child rearing support, uh, soaring prices, and support for regional economies. Voting is set for April 9th, so we don't need to put up with the noise violations too much. But man, I'll tell you what, even this morning, I'm like driving my daughter to, uh, to school and, uh, we pass by one of the subway stations and there's some political dude out there yelling, uh, next to his van. And his van is like blocking all traffic. <laughs> this bus is like trying to get around it and it can't. So all this like two lane traffic behind the bus is like, backed up and he's still just standing there shouting and i'm like you're a public nuisance like why would anyone yeah. vote for you yeah. like this type of thing happens all the time man it's like one of the worst parts i would say so best things about living in japan the toilets <laughs> worst thing about living in japan especially this time of year elections man and it starts well it seems to start pretty early in the morning so for those listening they drive around in these vans with loud four loudspeakers on each corner screaming out into a microphone vote for me 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 it's me this yeah. is my name please yeah. it's me and they just drive around the blocks pissing everybody off pretty much pretty much it? man it's just like yeah i mean i don't know people tell me like they're just trying to get their name recognition out there because apparently in Japan that's the only thing that affects people's decisions. Well, they can't <laughs> Well, they can't go on TV, right? And yeah, talk about illegal. their agenda. Yeah, well, I think like political campaigning on TV. I mean, that was the issue with the when Abe was uh, assassinated. It was right when elections were taking place and they couldn't actually talk about the assassination too much on TV at the time because they said it was going to influence elections possibly, <laughs> like in his favor, well, his party's favor. favor. Well, yeah. oh, that's why they didn't talk about that church. Exactly. That church that will not be mentioned. We've had some issues. Where's well, Ben again? Isn't he? <laughs> Don't say the name of the church. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely annoying. If I was running for some sort of government position, I'd be like, Let's put a stop to these vans. I'll be I'll be your campaign manager, and we'll just I'll have be a, screaming them out from the van. Well, our campaign will just be going about will be about going around and abusing all those other noise violating uh, <laughs> campaigners. That's right. I just put my fingers in my ear and look annoyed when they go past, so I, they, they know. Well, oh uh, yeah. Well, man, I seriously. St- I mean, I was going slow enough. I felt like rolling down my window and just yelling at him and. What is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he probably wouldn't have heard me anyway. But we're not allowed to vote anyway, so. Phew. Yeah, what does it matter? We just mm. get to enjoy the the loudness. Yeah. Uh, so what else? Oh, I was just going to say quickly, oh, the G7 summit's going to be, um, and there's a big protest going to be happening now in oh, Sapporo. Really? Yep. Yeah, when is that? Later in April it's taking yep. place? So if you want to get out there and be proactive, Burke. If you want to teach the Japanese about protesting, because they're not too common in Japan, I think becoming more common. Mm. Uh, but yeah, or is that? They're all staying at like the Prince Hotel or that's something. That's exactly right, yeah. And that's where the protest <laughs> is. So join Matt... <laughs> <laughs> for a protest to get what are you guys protesting against? I'm not yet? sure yet. <laughs> ben. <laughs> Don't Free <let> him... <laughs> Ben. Free Ben. <laughs> let him back on the podcast. Uh and and probably more important issues will be protested probably. as well. Uh and uh so what else we got in the news going on? Uh oh, actually I don't know if this will affect you or not, because I've never actually uh, seen you too many times on a bicycle. Of course, you're more. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what this is about. What Can is I say about? it? Yeah, go ahead. Helmets. Yes, bicycle helmets are now mandatory in Japan. 
a revised section of the Road Traffic Act makes wearing a helmet a duty-driven effort for people of all ages. In Japanese, the policy is called a matter of doryoku gimu, which do roughly transla- yeah, translates to do your best or duty of effort. And up until now, apparently, uh, it was only required for children under the age of 13. But now, yeah. Are you going to wear your helmet? Uh, my head is pretty large. It's very thick. Yeah, I think it's like naturally insulated, so I'm, I don't think I need one. Um, well, either that or I might borrow your motorcycle helmet just to be super extra safe. I don't know. A lot of people are saying the same things. Like a lot of people just use their bicycle to like, uh, ride to the grocery store or something. Right. And they're like, do I want to throw on a helmet for that? Hey, saves your life, buddy. Well, there's, they're, they're compulsory in um, Australia, in America. Do you have to wear a helmet? It might be, but it might be the same thing as like this new law. There's basically no penalty. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no penalty. There's no penalty. So police <laughs> can just tell you to go home and, uh, yeah, put on a helmet. Um, but, yeah, there's no penalty. So they're saying like it oh. probably won't actually affect the number of people wearing helmets. But, yeah, it's interesting that you bring up injuries because according to the National Police Agency, mm-hmm. 56% of fatal bicycle accidents in Japan between 2018 and 2022 came as a result of head injury. In 2022, 339 bicycle- bicyclists died in traffic accidents, almost half of which were caused by head injuries. But- yeah. Yeah, right, by According taxi the, drivers, probably. Well, yeah, that too. need to include that. But I don't know. I mean, A, invest in bike helmet producing companies, and B, uh, some cities apparently making uh, the cost of purchasing a helmet a little bit cheaper, just so to help, like, encourage this. Mm. Um, but I will say, uh, as I'm getting older, uh, I kind of feel a, uh, what is it, Doryo Kugimu, not towards society, but towards my children of trying to stay around a little bit longer, so... That's yeah. nice. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. I don't know if they would or not, but I kind of feel like it's something just kind of naturally that happens with instinct. So, all right. Uh, yeah. So I might be donning a helmet in the near future if I can find one. But yeah, a lot of people are complaining about this too. Like if you, well, those in Australia, there's the same backlash. We're not wearing helmets. They look stupid. It's not cool, but mm. everybody does now. You know? Oh, they do. Yeah. So when did that? Uh, did it like start a while oh, ago? A long time. When- Okay. Maybe 20 years ago. And then it took people a while to catch it on. It took a while. People, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I think, I, I kind of feel like people go in that direction, but it's more like... Same as skaters and, you know, like skate skateboarders, skaters. Um, they all wear helmets. But what do they all do when they, like, go into a store? I guess they're probably usually well, not going your, into a store. You take your helmet off, I guess. <laughs> oh, really? Is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> Run headfirst into stuff. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> Um, well, these like, uh, you know, these, uh, people are just going shopping for groceries. Uh, they're like, what am I supposed to do with my helmet? Take it off. (laughs) Put it in your basket. (laughs) (laughs) The take it off. That's what the people need. That's what needs to be. We have opposable thumbs. Yeah. Some do (laughs) speak for yourself, buddy. Um, Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I kind of feel uh, what's the word obligated a little bit to I guess get a helmet just for my children. Uh, I'm obviously going to make them wear a helmet. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you wear a helmet when you're on your motorbike? Yeah, of course. Yeah, why of is course. that? Because if I came off, I'd probably my head would come off. 
Is that what it does? Is that helmet like helps attach your head to your body? <laughs> no, actually, I would use them all wrong. This whole thing. <laughs> no, uh, no, obviously, yeah, because you're going at a lot greater speeds on your motorbike. But there's so obviously there's a certain speed where a helmet won't do much, you know. But uh, I think so. I mean, the bigger thing is like when uh, I'm not a doctor, but when you fall over, more so than just like the uh, impact is like the jostling of the brain inside the head yeah um yeah that's true that's that's true too but yes. i mean yeah i wear my leathers my yeah my motorbike helmet for sure just because i don't want to have my head scraped along the road at 60 kilometers an hour well i wanted to ask you though i the reason i even brought this up is i don't really really uh see you on bicycles too often is there something you have against bicycles <laughs> It's a long story. Do you, do you know how to ride a bicycle? Let's <laughs> <laughs> change the subject. Um, no, I don't wear my bicycle too much. I, I kind of walk. Like walking. <laughs> yeah. How often do you ride your bicycle? Uh, well, during the summer or warmer months, that's all I ride as much as possible, actually. More so than, yeah, taking the subway and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's getting more difficult, though, in Sapporo because they've done a good job of uh, kind of cleaning up all the random parked bicycles in the city, around the city. That's made it yeah. a lot more inconvenient. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. My yeah. missus is pretty upset about that. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I've got a crappy mountain bike that got given to me. Uh, I don't even know what it is. No kickstand? <laughs> no, it does have a kickstand. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it does, the brakes don't work very well on it, and the tires are pretty crap. Yeah, sounds like this law might be for people like you. <laughs> Don't have brakes on their bicycle. But uh, anyways, yeah, we'll see what happens with this. And I kind of was hoping Ben wouldn't be locked up in that dungeon for this because, <laughs> remember, he's pretty proud of his uh, bicycle license. <laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> and the supposed pin that he has somewhere. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, Ben is our resident Bicycle in Japan. He, he knows everything about bicycles. Yeah, we'll have right. to hear if he's going to buy a helmet or not. I can he's even it. known around town as the local bicycle for yeah. some reason. He, well, he carries that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, all those girls kind of just keep And guys, it's really weird. guys, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, Japan News. Uh, Matt. What did you have for us? Something special, well, I think? <laughs> I thought you had a quiz for me. I do, but I'm saving it. Oh, for the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, do you know it's a very special time in Japan right now? Why do you think that is? Let's cherry see. blossoms. Very good. Okay. Work. The cherry blossoms are coming out, and I've done a bit of research for those who are thinking of visiting Japan to check out some blossoms of the cherry. <laughs> of the cherry? Um, <laughs> we yeah, well, you're obviously uh, speaking from the perspective of a foreign of a Sapporo resident because yeah. some places it's already started, right? That's well, part of the beauty of Japan. <laughs> Four could, seasons. Yeah, you could follow the trip. They started already in Lower Japan, and they're going to hit here maybe May. Yeah, it's usually like right around Golden Week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you get excited for the cherry blossoms? Uh, I go in phases. I used to be, and then I was like, whatever. And then I kind of did because I learned why they were special, and then blah blah blah. But I don't know. Mm. I, I'm I'm a type of person that tends to get wrapped up in the hype of stuff. So a right. little bit, yeah. I always like to stab a dude with a sword. And he's like, they're all perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. 
perfect. <laughs> movie reference. Anyone who knows. Oh, that? was it? <laughs> yeah. What movie did I just reference? Stabbed the samurai guy, and he says they're all perfect. Yeah. Looking at cherry blossoms, and he wasn't the first samurai, <laughs> <laughs> or the middle, or the middle, or the second last <laughs> samurai. Um, <laughs> so in Hokkaido, like I've been around Hokkaido. Um, I did a whole thing on where to see the best cherry blossoms in Hokkaido. Where would you think that is? The, where to see the best cherry? Oh, cherry blossoms in cherry blossoms in uh, Hokkaido. Does it start with an H? Mm, nope. No. Is it a really long road? No, you're thinking of Shizunai. Yeah, that is a nice place, but it's full of cars. I don't know. Can um, you give me any hints? Yeah, there's a castle there. The northernmost castle. Um, I took. I'll put some pictures up on. Is it near the place that starts with H? No, it's not in Hakodate. No, it's. Is it in the droop, as you call it, of Hokkaido? <laughs> yeah, isn't that where the last castle is? Or only yeah, castle? it's actually Matsumai Park. Matsumai, yeah. And so anyway, I went through all these lists and all these articles, and strangely enough, this place only got mentioned twice. Um. Goryo Kaku Fort in Hakodate got a, more mentions than this, but okay. I've been to both, and I'm telling you, man, Matsumai Park is absolutely stunning if okay. you like cherry blossoms. Where is it? Where is it? It's on the bottommost point of Hokkaido. Pretty oh, really? Much. Yeah. So it's that, even lower than Hakodate. Yeah, it's below. It's really on that droopy. The ass, end of the droop. The end of the droop. <laughs> The prolapsy part of Hokkaido <laughs> map. It's on the very bottom. And I've put that in. Well, we'll get to the list. We'll do the list now. The top 10. This is in Japan. In Japan. Oh, all of Japan, not all just of Hokkaido. Japan. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? What places do you know in uh, Japan? Mariyama Park. <laughs> that is actually on the list, but it's oh, Mariyama really? Park in. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> in Sapporo? Oh, no. <laughs> in in, in Tokyo. Oh, really? In Kyoto, I think. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I don't know too many of the. Oh, oh, uh, man. In Tokyo, if you're in Tokyo, where would you go? Uh, the one along the canal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get. We'll get name? to that. Oh, okay. Now a lot of these lists, a lot of these places in Tokyo. So I'm not sure if this is just down to pure laziness. They haven't travelled up to Hokkaido, or do they have cherry blossoms in Okinawa? I don't know. That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> number 10 <laughs> i don't think they do because the trees probably don't anyways go ahead yeah number 10 number 10 is the uh, imperial palace the chidori gay sorry chidori gafuchi greenway oh really i don't know that sounds a little bit like a uh they had to put that one in there yeah the, the promenade is planted with about 260 cherry trees that is a lot late bloom from late march to late to early april so they're, they're out right about now um, number nine, I've put in Matsumai Park, Hokkaido. Oh, so that's not in that list. You put this in. The I've list. put this. Okay. I've made up this list right. of research. I agree. I haven't number been there. Nine, but I agree. Matsumai Park because they got ten thousand trees there, two hundred and fifty varieties, and it's especially magical at dusk when the castle is illuminated. Ten thousand trees and a castle. <sighs> Can't go wrong. Can't beat that. Sounds like you. Sounds like my house. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, number eight, um, if you want to get on a train from Tokyo, you go to Fuji Five Lakes, Lake Kawaguchiko. 
Fuji Five Lakes? What yeah, does that mean? well, there's five lakes around Fu- Mount Fuji. Okay, and that's one of them. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, lake Kawaguchiko. I know that one. You see that uh, a lot of photos being taken from that yeah. lake. Chureto Pagoda. It's got a pagoda. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, it looks pretty good for uh, cherry blossoms. So you get Mount Fuji in the background, mm. which is about 479 meters. I mean, 4,000. About 4,000, man, man, you already forgot. 4,800 meters. <laughs> no, it's 3,800, almost 4,000. Oh, you're right, you're right, man. you're right. Sorry. Dude, you have been out of yeah, Japan yeah. for too long, man. <laughs> man. God. Yep. What's the highest you've climbed? Uh, 10 stairs. <laughs> uh, oh, like on a mountain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuji might be it, actually. Yeah. Really? Is that all, is it? Okay. <laughs> How about you? Oh, I oh, really want to know. Uh, 5,400. Oh, uh, wait. I think you talked about that. Yeah. I did. 5,400. That was on uh, Thoronga Pass in Nepal. Thoronga Pass. Should do it, man. It's awesome. Sounds yeah. like it. 5,000 how many? 5,400. 5,400 meters. And 80. And 80. <laughs> Don't forget the last 80. <laughs> yeah, that was. Anyway. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an experience. All right. Number seven for Cherry Blossom Viewing is uh, Meguro River, Nakameguro, Tokyo. Okay, so that's the one with the canal. That is the one with the canals. They have a Sakura Festival. The trees are illuminated in the evening. Shops and restaurants sell Cherry Blossom-themed things like pink champagne. Can't beat the pink champagne. Shab. Champagne. Um, <laughs> the festival runs from 23rd of March till April 9th. We are almost out of time for that. Right smack in the middle of it, though. Exactly. Um, number six, Kawazu Shizuoka. Shizuoka. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Where, are you from Shizuoka? Uh, no, but we did do a episode about some people who live there for a little while. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, they have 8,000 trees here. That's uh, not 10,000. Uh, Maybe I should chuck up Matsumai a bit higher on this list. Has some of the earliest blooming in Japan. Oh, early February and lasting for about a month. Wow. Um, there's a 2.5 length stretch of the Kawazu. Oh, man. My Japanese ain't, ain't what it used to be. Man. Kawazu River. It's flanked by cherry trees. All right, top five, Shinjuku, Gyoen. Really? But it's not free to get in. Oh, you got to pay? Five bucks. Man. But apparently, according to this, that fee is more than worth it, as the park has more than a thousand trees of more than a dozen varieties. Hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. like someone's just trying to profit off of the hype. I think so. Let's get let's get let's get into business now. Top four. Charge um, to get into my park with one cherry tree. <laughs> <laughs> You're my cherry petal. <laughs> uh, number four is this is a place you probably want to go to, Burke. It's called the Philosopher's Path in Kyoto. Hmm. Let me contemplate that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> is it a path? <laughs> also That's in Kyoto. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Also known as Tetsugaku no Michi, mm-hmm. the stone philosopher's path. Um the path follows the Meiji era Lake Biwa Canal and it is said to have gotten its name from a legend involving philosopher Nishida Kitaro. 
who reportedly practiced meditation on his walk here. Hmm. Uh, it's one of Kyoto's most popular spots to view cherry blossoms. So again, the philosopher's path, In not Kyoto. to be confused with the philosopher's stone. It was a great movie. <laughs> and book perhaps uh, I've never read the books yeah. um, that can be viewed best viewing March 30th to April 7th again this all depends on the on the weather doesn't it mm. alright number three number three is Himeji Castle uh, just four hours west of Tokyo by train Himeji Castle only reopened to the public about seven years ago um, I'm starting to sense a little bit of Tokyo bias in this uh, list. I think so, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's about it for that. <laughs> it's got a lot of trees and a beautiful castle. Okay. So there you go. All right, number two. This was mentioned a lot. This is in Nara. In Nara. Mount Yoshino. And this is one of Japan's most famous spots, if not the most famous spots for viewing cherry blossoms, in part because of the range, the elevation. And there's 30,000 cherry trees blooming at the same time. I think that's kind of the one you see a lot in a lot of documentaries. It looks pretty amazing. Probably better than Matsumai. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. First trees here were supposedly planted some... 1300 years ago by a 1300 year old person <laughs> who's probably dead now perhaps or you might be able to find him there uh where, so does it say where yoshino where mount yoshino in nara in nara. Mm-hmm. nara so maybe you want to check that out i've also wanted to go to nara actually a lot of people say that's where you can see kind of or get the sense of old japan still so used to be the capital didn't it yeah Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> when? Why did it change? Why did it change, Burke? Because I said so. <laughs> change it. <laughs> said nada. <laughs> I don't know. Is it uh, they needed it? Oh, is it some what kind of reason? Trade reason? I don't know. No. We'll talk about that on our next pod. All right. All right. If, you, if you do know the answer, write in. Why did nada give up its capital? Status. Status. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, Ben wouldn't have known that. And definitely wouldn't have. All right, number one has got mentioned the most, Hirosaki Castle Park. Castle Park. It's a (laughs) three-story Hirosaki Castle. Offers a number of ways to enjoy cherry blossoms. A number of ways. (laughs) Don't want to go into that too much. Um, Here you'll find more than 2,600 trees, pedal-topped moats, boats for rental, and a bevy of picnic areas in this castle park in Japan's Aomori Prefecture. Best viewing, April 23rd to May 5th. Again, Hirosaki Castle Park. In Aomori. In Aomori. Hokkaido's neighbor. Yep. Um, Yeah, if you're in Hokkaido... Definitely get down to Matsumai Park. Not as busy as the popular Goryo Kaku Fort, which is also a pretty good place, which I have been to. Um, other places mentioned was Yoyogi Park in Tokyo, uh, Kaku no Date in Akita, known as a samurai district. A lot of these cherry blossoms were planted by samurais. The to- last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise, <laughs> planting cherry blossoms. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> With uh, Koyuki. Perfect. 
I don't know. That's kind of stupid. That movie. One that just like, why did they directly attack him with horses going up the guts? Blasphemy! Why? How could you call a Tom Cruise movie stupid? <laughs> hey, has he made a bad movie? By the way, um, why didn't this go around? Why didn't this go around on the horses and just go around behind him? I don't know. Would that make a good movie? <laughs> that's why. They got cannons, fate. They ran straight at cannons. They didn't know they- what the cannons were, man. They'd never seen cannons before. <laughs> they could have just ridden their horses behind them. Can't you just turn the cannon to the side? Stupid. <laughs> man, we, we definitely should have been advisors to the Japanese military back in the day. I don't know why they sent Tom Cruise. They should have sent the voices in Japan. Guys. That's right. And, um, uh, who's the other guy they sent? The um, Japanese guy? No, no, the, the comedian. Oh. Uh, you mean the guy that was kind of helping him out? <laughs> Dramatic pause that will be cut. <laughs> uh, I saw him live. Wait a minute. Is he in the movie? You talking <laughs> about a guy in the movie? Fucking hell. Hold on. <laughs> We'll cut this, we'll cut this. Yeah, but he's a comedian in the movie you're talking about? No, yeah, he's in the movie. You know? The the guy that was kind of inter- Tom Cruise's interpreter? <laughs> Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yeah, he was the other dude in it. All right. Oh, was he the bad guy? No, he was the good dude. He was his buddy. Got stabbed by a samurai. Oh, yeah. Speared. His interpreter. The heavy set guy? No, no, he was a different <laughs> dude. Anyway, right. we're getting off topic here. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Another, oh, go ahead. Other places are Tsuruga Castle in Fukushima, Mariyama Park in Kyoto, top Hanami spot. And, I can't uh, believe they named that park in Tokyo after the one in Sapporo. Uh, unbelievable. Kyoto, yeah, and Goryo Kaku Fort. So, um, yeah, man, if you want to get down and see some leaves, some, some blossoms, um, those are the top 10 places to see them. Definitely check it out if you're here. Yeah, cherry blossoms, popular in Japan because of the fleeting nature. <laughs> they uh, only last for a small amount of time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the most beautiful moment is when they're uh, apparently falling towards the ground. And One could almost say a poet could spend his whole life to find the perfect cherry blossoms and it wouldn't be a wasted life. He could. <laughs> he could. And he might impact uh, one of the most important samurai ever in Japan, <laughs> his life. What about uh, what about Sapporo? Sapporo, yeah, okay. What can you recommend for Sapporo? Um, there is have a, a lot of listeners in Sapporo. There is an article on Hokkaido Guide. You can see the top ten um, in Sapporo. Guide. My personal favorite spot, man, is uh, Nakajima Park. We're, oh, in along the walkway. Oh, they're just and they're everywhere, and it's you can't have a. There's no barbecuing allowed there, and not many people go there, so you can find your own tree pretty much. You know. Um, <laughs> like, do whatever you want with it. Do you have to claim it like dogs <laughs> claim trees? <laughs> I definitely do. Um, yeah, it's a lot quieter, a lot more peaceful, and the trees are pretty. The the tr- the cherry blossom trees are pretty nice. Um, Mariyama Park is obviously the big popular spot because of the partying that goes on there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't actually recommend it for viewing cherry blossoms, except. The line of cherry blossom trees that lead up to the actual, uh, uh, the temple. Yeah, yeah, the temple there. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, what's your favorite spot? There's also, sorry, um, there's also the <laughs> Moida Numa. Moida Numa Park's got a nice cherry blossom thing going there. Does it? Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I like uh, Mariyama just for the party barbecue atmosphere, even though that hasn't been taking place as much during these pandemic years. Wild probably, spot. I don't know about what their policy is for this year. Um, Cause a lot of university kids go there. Well, we, we used to, oh, I haven't been there for a while. Yeah. You know, a lot of university kids used to go there cause we used to always try and get in on their parties <laughs> that was set up next to our. I mean, I got a very strange photo of me with these two dudes crouching next to me wearing bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I remember that photo. You looked so happy. <laughs> yep. That was the happiest we've ever seen you, Matt. Um, yeah, to be honest, uh, within Sapporo, yeah. Um, actually, I would recommend getting out of Sapporo. And uh, the best place I've seen cherry blossoms probably in Hokkaido is in Hakodate. At what's it called? Go Goryo Kaku Park. Yeah, yeah right around fort, that area. Yeah. 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 Oh, go down to Matsumai. There's even more trees. Well, now that down. I know that it's there. Yeah. yeah. I went to both during COVID and also down um, Hakurate Park. It's absolutely stunning as well. Um, but I went down there during COVID when you weren't allowed to go in, but I just sort of had a walk in anyway. You got special permission. You yeah, yeah, I got special permission. <laughs> I'm with Vig. Press pass. <laughs> yeah. Vig press pass. Um, there's also another place in Shizunai called Shizunai Road. Yeah, it's uh, quite popular. But you're saying too many cars. Uh, yeah, you just, it's just jam-packed with cars. Yeah, what is it exactly? It's like it's a, just this long road um, flanked by thousands of cherry blossom trees that goes for a few kilometers. Mm. Um, it's better to park and maybe walk along. You got a, again, with special permission, very great photo of that with your drone once, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I took the drone up over the road. With special permission. With special permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice photo. Well, so that photo shows up a lot during cherry blossoms, or that photos from that area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But so um, if you're keen to get out now, they're happening right now. They're happening right now, and they'll finish all the way up until... Maybe, maybe mid-May, I guess. In the northernmost parts of Hokkaido. Yep. You can get up to a place called Asahikawa. They have Asayama Park up there. Where they have cherry blossoms up there too. That's good. I mean, it is like a good way to kind of come out of the slumber of winter, especially in places like Hokkaido that have pretty harsh winters. But hmm. so, but you were talking to me like, I mean, you, you appreciate the you know, how they're photogenic and stuff, but you don't seem too inspired by the whole uh, cherry blossom season in the same way the Japanese people are. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're nice. They're, they're pretty. But I'm, I don't get, like, oh, awesome cherry blossoms. Maybe because I've seen them a lot. Uh, are we gonna Are we going to have any uh, nice cherry blossom uh, photos for people to view, perhaps, on yeah, our man. social media? Yep, yep. I'll chuck them all up there. All right. You, uh, you go have a look. Um, well, Matt, I had this, uh, anything else about cherry blossoms? No, they are, they're fleeting. <laughs> they are fleeting. Um, well, to be honest, I had this uh, quiz for you, but 
We're out of time. Oh, well, I want to do so, the quiz. I'll do the quiz. I don't know, man. It's uh, okay. You're kind of building it up a little bit more than uh, it needs to be. Uh, so I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for you and for the listeners. The other guy. Yeah. And for that other guy who will be better when he comes back, improved, <laughs> either by AI or some other uh, purposes. Well, we had to get his brain redone, didn't we? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Um, but they said they couldn't do much with what they were working with. So <laughs> I think it's memory chip reinstalled. Yeah, but again, improvements overall. We're talking about Benjamin. Uh, I'm going to get all this out now because he's not here. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Ben, we miss you. I'm sure all the listeners miss you. You are the true and best host of this podcast. So. He's got the best voice. I don't know. It's a toss-up between you and Burke. Hey. I mean, you and Ben. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nobody's got that nice Melbourne accent even though i'm from sydney but yeah thank you everyone for uh tuning in and uh definitely get out to check out those cherry blossoms in japan and if you're not in japan i think according to what i've heard we might have some uh good photos and things for you to view on our social media sites so check us out it's been a pleasure burke i've been waiting for this moment for a long time same here same here see if we can keep it going somehow <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you thanks bye This episode was brought to you by Barefoot Bar, located downtown Sapporo, walking distance from the subway station. There are a variety of Japanese-made craft bottled beers, also a wide range of regular and some very unique spirits and basic cocktails also available. Burgers and pub-style snacks with friendly English and Japanese-speaking staff. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash barefootbar. And that's the, the animal, B-E-A-R, foot bar.